0: Welcome back to the New Wave Nerds. I'm your host, Fred and Sem. Joining me, finally, is Shade Sem. How are you doing today, Shade? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm d- also doing quite well. Uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Yeah, I don't know why you said it like that. Uh, yes, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, highly anticipated. We've been talking about doing it for, what, the past month? Yeah, basically. I mean, it's I don't know, about a month. But when did it when did it come out? Oh, yeah, it February. Yeah, it has been a month. February seventeenth. So what? Literally one week less than a month. So yeah, I know. close enough. So <laughs> okay, okay. How do we normally do these? Um, non spoiler review. What are your thoughts? Horrible. Wow. I don't know if I'd go. All that right. Far. All right. Not horrible. That was a little. A little it harsh. wasn't. Gr- it wasn't great, man. No, it definitely wasn't. It's was not good at all terrible (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah no it was it was not good i it was they definitely went for you know spectacle over substance Hmm. the whole world uh was so ridiculously preposterous (laughs) and i felt i obviously you know that was the point yeah but they could have done it in such a way that it wasn't if they just made it a little bit less preposterous and then made it a little bit better it would have been a completely different movie also the cgi was not the greatest in the world. yeah which i think plays off of what i was saying is that because there's so much i mean everything is cgi from the people to the landscape there's like six regular people in the whole movie <laughs> um if they'd made it so that there wasn't you know a blob guy hey <laughs> then they probably could have made the rest of the cgi look a little bit better he was cool no he was not the, he just wanted holes and for everybody to drink his blood. Yeah. I don't know if it's technically blood because it's all of him. Yeah, he's just he all just of He just wants Google. people to drink his skin. Doesn't everybody want to drink skin? Dumber. Okay. Um. Wow. I. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to move on past that. I thought the whole story was... Was interesting though. I will say I liked the concept, but the execution of it was just god awful. Concept was good, yeah. Trailer really made it look cool. The trailer did make it look cool, uh, but yeah, I did feel a little bit. Yeah. I felt a little bit light to. But I mean, I've spent the, I'd spent like you know the, the couple months leading into this movie, trying like going back and forth between expecting it to be really good and expecting it to be bad. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I mean it's an Ant Man movie. no the first one was the the only good one you didn't think the second one was good no man the second one was incredible i didn't like the second one you have no class what what didn't you like about the second one um well now that you gotta think what are you did you get that at kohl's yeah i (laughs) i have that shirt i was like why does that look familiar why didn't you like the second one um i don't know who's the villain in the second one that uh like Yeah the mo- or Ghost Dealer or something. Oh Ghost. I was going Well, th- I mean, you know, you are you are yeah. technically right. I think he was the villain. She was just more of like the antagonist. What okay, was her name? I, Ava? I, f- I forgot about Ghost. I like her a lot. She was cool. She's coming back, right? Yeah, she's gonna be in Thunderbolts. Ooh, Thunderbolts. Which I don't bad. I don't know if she really fits the rest of yeah. the squad there, but I mean we haven't really heard much of her since uh the Wasp. Well, yeah. What was it? At the, well, at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, she, Janet, like cured her mm-hmm. thing where she almost her. What does she say? Her atoms, or I don't know. Whatever. She basically she's she, exploding. Yeah, she'll like blow up soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like a ticking time. <laughs> they bomb. fixed that, and then I think she just walked away with um, uh, Morpheus, you Lawrence know, Fishburne. Morpheus, you know, you know, what was the the most suckiest part. Of this whole movie. Wait, which movie we're we talking about now? Uh, oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Radio. Okay. We didn't get no Luis. I'm not, I don't care. Like, d- don't d- don't get me wrong. I love Luis. I love Luis. He was the best part of both of those movies. Yeah. But how does he fit into this story, dude? I, just, I mean, yeah. How does he fit? They why, why? How would Luis be in the Quantum Realm? They could have thrown him in the beginning when he was like out in the normal world. You yeah, know? but then that would have taken away the, like, the point of this movie is it's a family film. Not like a family film, but it's a film about the family. Lu- it's about the Pims. Luis is family. To me, at least. Because we both brown at the end of the day. Yeah, but he's... <sighs> Whatever, dude. It's <laughs> not the same kind of brown. Nah, I think that's actually yeah. the most racist thing you've ever said, comparing I, I... <laughs> Native Americans to Mexicans, dude. I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, we all go through things. Uh, what? Okay. I suppose now we might as well just get... what well, The thing I want to say, we're, we might as well get into the meat of the story. So there's going to be spoilers from here on out. Scott is the only person in the whole movie who is right. <laughs> He's the only person who is doing things the right way. Everybody else in this movie sucks. I mean, you think about the beginning. Um, his daughter, Cassie, she's been arrested multiple times. Now... Not like she's, you know, robbed some places. They're for protests. So that I can understand. But then everybody else is like doing things behind Scott's back and they're acting like he's the dumb one. Yeah. Because he's like, Cassie, you can't keep getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What is, what is even going on he's here? He's just trying to be a father, you know? Yes, exactly. Indeed. And then she comes at him yeah, she, for being gone. She for five pulled years. out the guns in that movie. Yeah, she it. pulled out. some. She did it like every three scenes. Oh, I know. It was ridiculous. Yeah, she kind of went off on her. Dad, now look, even in the car. Yes, that was what we were talking about originally. I, I look. I understand her anger because you know it sucks. Yeah. But at the same time, why is she taking it out on him? What what, what? what? I don't even know. Like, what, what did you? What does she say? She's like, she's like, she's like, well, you're a superhero, but we at least do something, you know? And, yeah, and too. She got. And then what? They? I I did like the whole book joke throughout the movie. You know? Yeah, that was nice. By the way, you can buy that book on Amazon. I did see that. I did see that. It it is on my Amazon book list because I don't know what it is. I want to know what's on the inside of this book. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it exactly what we think it is? It's just like... If it's a whole book of like... And it's it's an actual book. It's like a fiction book. It's literally Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should... We or should. It, do you think it's just going to be an, autobi- an autobiography of Paul Redd? We should review it. Are you going to read it? No. That's what I thought. I can't read. What are you, crazy? God, man. man. I have a 1.0 GPA. What is wrong with you? You don't know how to read? <laughs> but... Okay, moving (laughs) on, um, the next part that I have issue with is why is it that now they can be in the quantum realm and not require, like, suits? Yeah. Like, they can just be wearing, like, a jeans and a t-shirt and just not die. I thought the point of it, I mean, that was why... did they say something about that, though? Like, like, um, Janet was like, well... You're past the, 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 the next barrier. And geez, that, speaking of the actual going down. Uh, um, ter- shrinking, oh, hey, <laughs> hold of shrinking. Speaking of the shrinking. Whoa, what's um, on your mind now? <laughs> uh, the way that it was described in the first movie was that you shrink infinitely. Yeah. So here's what I don't get How'd- is how they aren't shrinking all the time. And how does Scott originally not end up there? If he's shrinking infinitely, it, that's a, another another good point. Is what did anybody, everybody else, do differently compared to Scott? How did it take this long to figure out this too? You know, you know, how did it figure take, out what? Figure out all of this that there's like a whole world down there. You know, well, there had been. I mean, there's theories about that in the real world, so I'm sure in the movie universe there were theories about it, but they just never had the technology to get there. this is fair yeah (laughs) and janet was just not talking (laughs) yeah janet she pissed me off this whole movie cheated on hank with with bill murray (laughs) mind you but how how long was she in the quantum realm it seemed like a while so i you know wait didn't they say like 30 years or something like that yeah i don't know but i i think it's 30 years our time but yeah what did it feel like to her did it feel like 30 years did it feel like a thousand years because either either way i think like Shut up, Shade. Like, <laughs> Of course she's going to, you know, get her needs met. You know what I'm saying? Dude, like, of course she is. Uh, well, but I'm glad you brought up Bill Murray. I, because yeah. why was he even in this film? They hyped it up, gave him a whole poster and Yeah, everything. he got a character poster for one scene. One scene. That's in the it. the whole movie. And he dies by an octopus thingy. Well, yeah, but I don't know if he died. Well, yeah, but he gets, like, grabbed. Yeah, he got <laughs> he got messed up yeah. by that octopus. Mind you, Hank had to have been a basketball player back in the day because he... He he perfectly shot that. Disc. He was. What do you mean he had to be a basketball? Player? He was Ant Man, dude. He, he made the technology. He just he just hooped that right into that cup, perfectly, right into the. Octopus. Yeah, but you saw face. his accuracy in the first movie when he's throwing him at the gnomes. Yeah. He's been doing. I mean, he was Ant Man in the eighties. Gnomes got more space though. You can you can hit a gnome. That's a small. Little... You could not hit a gnome. That is a margarita cup. That is a margarita cup. It had a it had a big a big lip though. I guess the lip was just big. like you. <laughs> You're such. So but yeah, no, I'm mad about Bill Murray. You know how I I told you one of the one of my big complaints about Eternals uh, is that I felt lied to because I wanted Kit Harrington and Salma Hayek, um, the Black Knight and and uh, Ajax respectively. I wanted them to play a bigger role because I based on the trailer and the posters, I thought they were gonna play a role and. I was mad about that and they had like four times as much screen time as Bill Murray did. They need to stop hyping up characters and then like not even barely putting them in the film. Well, you know, I bet one of those things is they were like, actually, actually, I don't know. They probably, I'm sure they had some like scenes that they deleted. I'm sure there's like, he was probably in four scenes or, or, you know, however, they, they had more stuff with him. And they were just like, it doesn't, it ruins the flow of the movie. I mean, they do that all the time. We saw that with Joker. In in the Batman that needed some context. Yeah, but that was cool. That was a dope deleted. Scene. I love that deleted, and scene. it's scary. It's awesome. And I I at the time it came out, I was like, why didn't they put this in the movie? But then going back and rewatching it, I completely understand because that would have taken away the focus from the Riddler. Yeah, we would have been sp- you would have spent the whole movie thinking about Joker, and showing him at the end barely. You know that is when the focus switched to Joker and off the Riddler. What was uh. Oh, I was just I was going to say, was there a post credit scene? I forgot. It's the Riddler and the Joker talking. Yeah. But like they could also maybe uh, done a second post credit scene, you know, and put that deleted scene in there because that's hyped enough, you know? Nah, nah. I Nah. Think- <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I had some mucus in my throat right then. Nah, I think it's I think it's better. I, I would have been mad if it was a deleted scene. That's that's wh- for for or Sorry. Uh, right. Post credit scene. I guess it's true when it makes sense. It, yeah. To get two about the Joker. No. And I think this <laughs> this like uh little tease with just like, you know, in at the the actual post credit scene we got, I think that's ultimately better because that just built the tension up. Yeah. And I mean that was a thing where they showed that and we were like, Ew, it's Barry Keegan, can he do this? And then the deleted scene came out and it He looks like he can do it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited i saw uh i saw on our instagram um uh shoot um set photos of the new penguin show. yeah i did a, a a section of the episode about that condiment man's gonna be in it it's a rumor i don't know if it's true but i no i saw a rumor that condiment man might be in no it. here's what you saw somebody asked matt reeves who the possible villain is for batman 2 and he was like i don't know and then he pulled out some obscure answer from one comic issue. I read that exact interview. It was one obscure <laughs> villain from one issue in, like, the 1970s. And he was making a joke. And he was talking about, wouldn't it be funny if... Well, Condiment Man was in Lego Batman. Did you actually listen to the episode when I talked about the Batman stuff? Mm-hmm. I'm more and more confident that uh, Two-Face is going to be in the Batman too. I hope. Because, well, in... Within some of those set photos, we saw uh, Sophia Falcone, who is in, you know, The Long Halloween and Dark Victory. Mm -hmm. The Long Halloween is obviously, you know, Two-Face's origin story. And in that comic, you know, how he becomes Two-Face is Sal Maroni in a trial splashes acid on his face. Well, Sal Maroni is obviously going to be in The Penguin and Sophia Falcone. And in the set photos, we saw that her costume is similar to the costume she wore in the comics, and it makes sense that the new mayor of Gotham, Bella Royale, who ran on a platform of destroying corruption in Gotham City, it makes sense that she would appoint Harvey Dent, who would attempt to become Gotham's White Knight. This is going to be a good job. I don't know what, what we're actually talking about for Ant-Man, though. Uh. But yeah, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that if I think Harvey Dent is going to play a, uh, like a secondary role in the Penguin TV show. And I think that the end of that show is going to lead directly into his origin as Two-Face in the Batman Part 2. Or I, I suppose they could do it where at the end of the Penguin show is the Sal trial, but I think that would that wouldn't be as interest. I I don't think it would be interesting because it would be good for the show, but then I think at the same time, like the casual viewer who is just going to go see the movie and not going to want to watch the show is going to miss that. Sort of the same issue we've talked about with with Marvel TV shows. Yeah. Sorry, this is back this is back on the Ant Man stuff. I know we just switched. To I had, no, I, had to I didn't have anything else to say on Batman. Um, so we're good. One thing that confused uh the heck out of me is uh we we already talked about this little blobs dude uh slime and how he and how you got to drink it well we didn't really talk about what it did (laughs) yeah Uh, it makes people well so so let's describe the situation yeah um oh but so sorry don't mean to interrupt by the way spoiler now we're i already did the spoiler oh sorry um so let's just describe the scene right so Cassie and Scott, well, they all land uh, in the quantum realm, but then Cassie and Scott get picked up by this band of who we later find out are like revolutionaries who are rebelling against the government of Kang. And they can't, they're all speaking gibberish. Uh, And then this wibbly wobbly gel dude pulls up and and they drink his blood and suddenly they can just understand whatever language the people are speaking there. And, I mean, it goes the same way for uh, um, Hank and Janet and, um, shoot, his daughter. What's his daughter's name? I completely forgot. Robert. All right. um, It's Hope. I was just going to let you try to figure it out. Oh, wait. Hope, yeah. Sorry. Uh, So, Janet, Hope, and Hank, they they go to this bar, and uh, Janet's like, here, drink this. So, Janet must have already been able to i mean of course she probably well obviously she knew everybody so you think so you think it so you think it, it lasts forever then yeah i suppose because i guess we didn't see her drink any there yeah did we? no she just handed two drinks to. so me. i guess I, the theory is that it what like it would alter your brain chemistry somehow i, guess. I don't know like because how would you ingest it and then it would just stay there for however long i mean she she'd been out of the quantum realm for Two years, maybe, at this time? Is that a, a good guess? I don't know. A year, two years? Like, it's not a long... It's not a long time, but it should be long enough for something like that to wear off. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. Is it two years? I don't know. Because when, when did Endgame happen? 2025? Yeah. And then I don't even know, like, I don't... I mean, this is... This, we've talked about this before, is that I don't have any idea how the MCU timeline actually goes now since the time jump. I don't know if... Because before, every movie was in the year that they were set. Is now every movie, like, h- how do I describe this? Like, the amount, does time pass at the same time it passes in real life, but from the point of 2025? So, like, I, if it Endgame happens in 2025, does the movie immediately after that happen in 2026? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> but either way. <laughs> yeah, either way. Either way. I guess that's not necessarily important. Uh, fun fact, though. Blob guy is the same guy yeah. as the Bobby Yaga guy. My love Bobby Yaga guy, whose name I don't actually know. Bobby Yaga, <laughs> I freaking love that dude. I hate that guy. Really? Yeah, it's so. I it, love it, all three of those guys. I. It was funny. Like th- that was one where it was funny the first time, yeah, but it's... every time going back to the movie, I was like, oh my god, just is th- this guy again? <laughs> I like. My, I think my favorite part about Luis is uh, when he would tell like the backstories. <laughs> That's everybody's favorite part of living. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the man of the hour, Kang. Paul Rudd. Oh, okay. No, Kang. um, I love him. Jonathan Majors did a really good job. I mean, it it was the only part of this movie that I would say is like above a seven or above an eight, maybe. I think his performance is probably an eight out of 10. John's juicing. Uh, I read a thing about him juicing. Well, yeah, everybody in Hollywood is... Especially when you, I mean, you, you've seen, you've seen pictures of him, dude. He, is. I mean, okay. So here's the, here's my thing about steroids in Hollywood. I don't care if you do them, but when you're Hugh Jackman and you claim that you never did yeah. steroids, that's my issue. He obviously did. Okay. First of all, there's no way to be that lean <laughs> and get and stay that lean for that long time and get to that level of lean in that short amount of time whilst eating as much as he did. He's getting. I mean, he's probably getting. He's probably back on the roids. Oh, they said he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "Shame." What? Uh, no, no. He's probably back on the roids. For oh, for Deadpool. sure. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, they confirmed it is rated R. Thank God. Yeah, I don't know why anybody thought it wouldn't be. I, I, I don't know. I was worried since Disney now owns it. It wasn't going to be. I thought I was nervous. I was not. I was like, well, the only way that this Deadpool movie is going to be in any way well received is if it's a rated R. I think if if they come out and rate it PG-13, everybody's going to be like, oh, this is going to be a stupid Disney movie. We can't have two people who are immortal fight each other without it being being PG-13, too. I mean, these two guys are violent, you know? they're going to rip each other to shreds. Y'all mean <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, y'all mean, you yeah. um what were we talking about before you brought up Deadpool? Ant-Man. Yeah, but what specifically? Oh, Jonathan Majors, <laughs> that's right, cuz you talk about steroids. Um I thought I'm still I'm still Okay, that was the other post-credit scene, the yeah. Kang's. Um That was stupid. So, I want to start off by saying that I still don't think Kang should have been the villain in this movie i think it was i i, I don't understand why right yeah. because obviously we had a variant of kang in yeah. loki who is not as violent or strong well he wipes out entire universes dude so not as violent. he wipes out like quadrillions of people at a time well i mean like we said you know he didn't warn That one lady. Well, so here's the interesting thing, though, is that He Who Remains and this Kang are doing the exact same thing. Okay. But for different reasons. They're both, like, culling universes. (laughs) You know, Kang is talking about going and traversing these dimensions and just murdering everybody. That's essentially the same thing He Who Remains is doing, except in theory, he's doing it in a more humane way because, one, they don't know what's happening. But two, in a lot of cases, it's before most of the people even exist. Yeah. Uh, Kang honestly should have killed, um, Ant Man. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I I agree that Kang definitely had the ability to kill Kang, Kang to Kang Man to kill <laughs> Ant Man. Um, but like I said, right after we got out of the theater the first time, is that I underst- Like, he didn't kill him because the whole point of that fight was ego. You know, I mean, his that whole interaction was just him being like, "I'm better than you." Yeah. If if he'd been able to be like I am better than you and I know that, I'll just dip. You know yeah. he w- he would you know it wouldn't he would have made it out and the whole you know universe would have been destroyed. Well, I mean, King is a very strong person, very very you know abnormally strong person for a human, and Scott's a human, and he Scott took blow for blow, dude. Kang <laughs> well okay Went but, but, hard, but first I don't know if Kang is actually physically stronger or if Kang just is like I don't know dude. like on if we're doing like a scale of power if he's stronger because he has so much technology I don't know if he's actually physically stronger because I mean in I mean obviously we're we're basing this off of comics right because we don't have any actual established origin in the MCU he's just a regular guy yeah I mean, I mean, he's From, not like an alien, you know. He's he's Reed Richards' great grandson or whatever. I did, great, however many greats. I did tell you I bought a Kane comic the other day, and it was really interesting. Yeah, know? he uh, man, there was so There was like, uh, um, he said so, uh, in the comic, it was like, "What's the point of conquering countries if you know you can conquer worlds?" And well, right, I, and that, I mean, that's there. There you go. That's his ego showing yeah. through. Is he's like. I have the ability, I have the technology, I have the strength and the will to go out and conquer galaxies. Why would I bother with China? I'm going to give you that. You got to read that. That one's good. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll read it when you give it to me. That was good. Um, but but th- I don't think Kang is necessarily physically stronger. Especially, I mean, obviously in the Kang comic, and I mean, I don't know if he's always blue, but he's blue. Whereas in this, he's black with a little bit of blue. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I- Why'd you got to say black. Oh, uh, he's he's black with a little bit of blue. I'm blue. I mean, he's he's not actually blue. He's got a blue yeah. face shield or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know if he's actually physically stronger. I think the like the uh, power level is just based off of pure technology. Mm-hmm. I I also like how they added the scars. How they just like basically just did scars, you know, instead of like, you know, you get what I mean. It was good character design. I really liked the costume overall. I I ever, I, ever since I have read that graphic novel though, I've loved King. He's awesome, dude. He's scary, intimidating, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um, though. So I mentioned this earlier, but the the second post credit scene. Which we get is uh, an assembly of Kangs, yeah, yeah, <laughs> who are all going to and okay. So I for start first off, actually, before I really get into it, I want to say that I think the interaction that we see there between the three main Kangs further exemplifies the point that um, is showed in the comic and what I was making about how he why he didn't just kill Ant Man because mm. it's a it's a council of it's we see three Kangs. And they're all like, you know, the king in the quantum realm that we banished, he was defeated by, you know, just a homeboy, you know, not a Kang. And that's why they are, like, essentially, they've gathered what seems to be thousands of Kangs. Yeah. All to seemingly go and attack Earth-616. And I think that shows that reasoning because it's the ego, right? Mm. The, the reason for this congregation of Kangs we gotta find a, a catchy name for the group of Kangs. We gotta think of one. But th- the reason that this group of Kangs has assembled is because Count- these three main Kangs. Council of Kings. Yeah, but I think a, I, 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 my mind went there first. But I think the Council of Kings would be those three main kings. That is true. You, I don't think a council can really be made up of a thousand. Yeah, people. this is a lot of kings. You know, I think a council can have max like fifteen people. I mean, that's an arbitrary number. But I think once you exceed that fifteen number limit, you become an assembly or a, a, a congress, a parliament, Congress of Kings, the Congress of Kings, Congress of Kangs. Congress spelled with a K. K- That's a good one. KK. K- the Kangris? Dude, the Kangris. We're gonna call the Kangris. Um Wow. The reason that this Kangris came together, uh it doesn't quite roll off the tongue the Kangris. way I want it to, but the reason the Kangris came together is out of pure ego. Yeah. Because they came together because somebody who wasn't them defeated one of them. And that is, to them at least, an indictment on all Kangs. Right, if if one came, Kang came, <laughs> one Kang can be beaten by just anybody, then all Kangs could possibly be beaten by anybody, right? And so, out of that ego, they came together and are obviously going to attack Earth six one six and Avengers Kang Dynasty. You know, hey, that Kang at the end of uh, at uh, at the end of the post credit scene that looked like the comic book Kang, like the reptile looking one. There's a theory. That there were pair, I guess there was a blue hand that was chopped off and found in uh, Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel finds this like blue hand, and people think it's that Kang. Why? I don't know. Just thought I'd bring it up. Okay. So you have a, a theory with no basis whatsoever. Not at all. And no implications <laughs> hey, hey, of anything. I got another theory. So Damien from Creed 3 secretly a kang variant he's trying to conquer the boxing world (laughs) shut up dude can you imagine if in the movie his name was his like nickname was the conqueror (laughs) dude (laughs) damien the conqueror dude that would have been that's a a cool boxing name dang i'm sure it's been done i mean there's like alexi no what's that dude's name i think it's ah whatever guido guido Wait, man, I don't remember. But i he's a heavyweight. His his thing is the gladiator. That's cool. I'm sure there's a there's a there's the conqueror. If there's not, I'm taking that. Yeah, good luck. Okay. You're not conquering anything right now, buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck you, bro. I'm trying. Um, about the Kangris, I don't like it. I, I don't like... Obviously, this is pure speculation because we don't really know what the actual prime conflict of Kang Dynasty is going to be. But I don't like the idea... Of it being like an army of Kangs against the New Avengers. I think that's stupid. And I mean, just based off of the name, it seems like there's going to, at the very least, be multiple Kangs. Yeah. A dynasty of Kangs, if you will. <laughs> Which I, I don't... I get, I get, I get it. But I don't like it. I, yeah. I just don't. I think it's lame. I think if A man can beat a Kang, a lot of people can beat a Kang. But can they beat a thousand Kangs? No. And, I mean, you know, that's an interesting thing, because this Kang, he had to be defeated by all of the other Kangs, right? Yeah. I I, I could be misremembering it, but I think, didn't he have to... I mean, how, he, he wouldn't have willingly gone to the Quantum Realm, so how would the other Kangs have subdued him long enough to get him into the Quantum Realm? They obviously would have had to have a conflict. So how many Kangs... How many Kangs does it take to screw in one Kang into the quantum realm? <laughs> like you know, and 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 then this Kang gets beaten just by Ant Man. I don't know. Yeah, I I do agree. the The power differential is interesting. Well, I mean, Wasp came in towards the end, but but yeah, but she didn't like do anything. I mean, she just shot him. A and to be times. fair, I mean, he didn't get beaten by Ant Man. Actually, now that we're saying this, this is this whole conversation is moot because he didn't get beaten by Ant Man. Ant Man was getting f Oh yeah, he got Hague. messed. There would have no way. I mean, that's why the whole you know emotional moment of the trailer was: I don't have to win; I just have to keep you from winning, or something stupid. Or no, like we both have to lose. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, I don't have to win; we both just have to lose. We all expected that, him to die. We all. Thought, well, you okay. expected him to die. I really thought. A-man I was thought gonna that die. they weren't going to do it because they implied it so much in the trailer. I was like, they're not going to do it. I really thought he was dead, but um. I mean, even there, you know, we can obviously tell that there's no way Ant-Man was winning. I think the only reason that Ant-Man, quote, won is because Kang's big ego wouldn't let him just murder him. Yeah. Because, and then obviously, you know, the Wasp came in and kicked him in the, the booty cheeks or whatever she did. And they, they beat him until they could all get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kang lost not because of anybody's ability, ability to defeat him kang lost because he beat himself yeah um if there's any other character in this movie that was better than kang it was modok <laughs> <laughs> i i will say um that was freaking funny he was funny i loved modok i i liked him up until like the his like little weird redemption thing um i like i liked where he was dying slowly and he was like i'm an avenger <laughs> i liked that but i didn't like the part here, okay, so here's where I, I don't like it. When he's talking to Cassie, and she's like, don't be a dick. Yeah. And he's, in the, in the final bad, he's like, I'm not a dick! I was like, this is the dumbest thing. Yeah. And that's actually one thing I do want to say. All of Cassie's scenes are stupid, in my opinion. Felt, yeah, stupid. They were ridiculous. The writing was terrible. I don't know necessarily what they were trying to convey with her. It felt to me... At times, that she was supposed to be this kid who was super emotionally intelligent and in on a higher th- plane of thinking than her father. And then at other times, it's like she's a child who doesn't understand anything. And she just can't articulate these complex ideas. Yeah, how the- did she create a, a signal thing to get to the quantum realm when it took people... Years and years to do that, and she did it in like a summer. They said, "Yeah, yeah." That's it. I mean, that, granted, I, I mean, pank. but at the same time, she ain't that smart. I I agree. You know, and I mean, like, if, if they had done a thing where it had been built up that she was this intelligent figure instead of just she had this, if I don't know, it just felt thrust upon us. And there, I don't know. There was just it. it, it we skipped so much. I think if it had been, like, arguably the first act is when they're in the real world, I think they should have extended that. I mean, it's they're only, you know, on a, the, re, I don't know what you call it, they're in this regular realm for, like, 15 minutes. You know, it's super fast that they get sucked into the quantum realm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if they had spent a little bit more time sort of, maybe establishing the dynamic in this family, then the film would have been better in so many ways. You know, if you'd shown the relationship between, you know, Scott and Cassie, for sure, between Janet and everybody else, you'd seen a little bit more of how she's been reacting after she got pulled out of the quantum realm, it would have made the film much better. And if you'd increased the length of the first act, the second, or... Yeah, if you increase the length of the first act, then subsequently the second and third act would have been much shorter, which would have meant the CGI, the volume of CGI would have been much less. So the quality would have been much better. Yeah, that, bring, uh, that brings me back to the first part or uh, to that scene specifically when they're getting sucked in. Um, That was terrible. Yeah. When they're falling. Yeah. Yeah. And Cassie's just like, oh, yeah. You know. Okay. And here's the thing doesn't scott like he like um slides on a tv or something like that well the actual part of like doesn't he like uh i don't know what it's actually called but like he brings his arms in and makes himself more aerodynamic or whatever so that he can catch cassie um i don't understand how they're like yeah would how much of would the aerodynamics really play a factor here like i don't i don't get it there's just so much that they left behind in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, ultimately, I mean, the, it was interesting. So w- one other thing I do want to mention is that part where it, they're... Kang, I don't even remember what it's called, but Kang is trying to get Scott to get the thing that he he wants, right? To power his his chair, uh, his throne, I suppose, uh, is a better way of putting it. And... It's when they do the whole weird, like superposition. You know, the Schrodinger's uh, Scott, <laughs> the, the Schrodinger Scott, where there's uh, infinite versions of Scott yeah. existing all at, at one time. That whole thing was stupid. Yeah, it was. That dumb. whole scene was ridiculous. Although I did, I will admit the Baskin Robbins joke was pretty. funny. Yeah, that was that was silly. I laughed at that one. Um, and I mean, I get that. I so. The point of it was to show that the thing that is most important to Scott, no matter what, is Cassie. Mm. But I don't think they needed to do that so heavy-handedly, because we've seen that everywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, that has literally been the crux of his character since five minutes into the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weirdly stupid scene. And... The part where he's, like, falling into this pit of... Of hymns? uh, Of (laughs) hymns. Yeah. And and he's like, Cassie. (laughs) And he's, like, talking to Cassie. And they're like, oh, he's the real one. And they're, like, lifting lifting him up and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that whole thing was ridiculously stupid. I didn't like it at all. Oh, I thought it was pretty – I kind of laughed when he tried shooting the disc into the massive orbit and just turned into a crisp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. That was funny. Speaking of that scene, there was – I read that there was originally going to be like a form of um, Hope who had a baby but they cut that. Hope's hot in this movie. Sorry. <laughs> I had to throw that Do You in. think she's hotter in this movie than in the other movies? Well, Hope's hot in everyone. Oh, I, you yeah. just said she's hot in this movie I'm sorry, like I'm she wasn't in the she others. She is smoking in this movie. I, I, I don't think so. It's the hair. Yeah. I know I'm not, hair not a fan hair. of like that short hair. She looks like a 12-year-old boy to me. Cassie's I mean, look, pretty look, 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 look. Too. If she likes it, then by all means, you know, whatever. See, Cassie's attractive in this movie, but I can't really say Cassie was attractive in the other two. <laughs> wow um god i don't (laughs) don't know that was a bad joke jesus that was a um she's she was born in 1997 wow i really thought she was she's older than brady i thought she would have been like 18 how yeah how old is she supposed to be in this movie she looks 18 yeah she does look very young well then so does tom holland yeah Yeah, he's like 40 really no (laughs) no he's not he's like but he's in his 20s pretty late 20s too yeah, I don't know when he was born. Nineteen eighty four. What was so funny about that? I don't know. Oh here we go. Ninety six. Oh, he's a year older than Cassie. Okay. That's weird. So how old would he be? Uh ninety-six. Twenty seven? Yeah, that's pretty and he still looks like a teenager. Yeah. He could still convincingly play a freshman in high school. <laughs> oh man. Um he, he's in his forties. He's just getting out of college. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that thing? This is unrelated, uh, but I wanted to get back to the topic on hand instead of talking about old Tom Holland. Is. <laughs> Tom Holland <laughs> Tom Holland? Did you see that thing that there was like there's like a theory that um some of the people who are at the oh we haven't even talked about the rebellion yeah um when they fir- when the rebellion first picks up Scott and Cassie there's some people there whose like heads are rocks and they're the exact same colors as the infinity stones and so a lot of people think that those are the infinity stones because in an end game you know thanos goes there where are the infinity stones he goes gone reduced to atoms so they were infinity stones turned into humans yeah how did they get bodies Who no knows? idea but everything in the quantum realm is ridiculous everything is preposterous and stupid yeah like that one guy whose head is like a Rocket beam. He, I liked him. It was a stupid idea, but I liked him. Um, <laughs> Dude, he had a brutal death, though. He did. He got doinked. Yeah, yeah, he got <laughs> doinked. Was pretty messed up. Um, but no, every like, and okay. So here's the thing. I get that the point of this movie is that they're going to what is essentially an entirely different universe with different physics, different biology, and so because of that, everything is different. Yeah. But it was different to such an extent where I was like, this isn't even like conceivable not even believable you know obviously it's not believable because it's like sci-fi it's not even conceivable what um what do you think about that whole scene with uh hope or not yeah not not hope uh janet and gang like, i liked when they it first met i him. thought that was really good right like how they had this whole like Trustful moment, and how Kang, you know, wants her to trust him. And she helped him. And she helped him build, get his ship back. And then she touched the ship. She got the visions. She got what he's done and how, like, brutal and, 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 and killer he yeah, is. Yeah, she realizes he's a genocidal maniac. And I like, how, I like how mad he got when he. Yes, that is so interesting to me. He was so offended that she had an issue with it. They smashed. Definitely. <laughs> but, but, like, i don't know i would like i would love to get more a solo kang film where we just see like his origins because why is he so offended you what? know what i'm saying because like most people he's sensitive he's very sensitive it's probably why you like him so much <laughs> yeah i it's was waiting like, for it's, that. it's, it's like he i never identified with a character more than k in your you whole that life <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know why you're all like... Because I didn't think handed, about it. I didn't think about it until I oh, gave I it to Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought... Okay, I get what you're saying. I thought you meant... Like, you handed it to me like you meant it. I said it, and I was like, oh, that was a bad <laughs> one to say. Yeah, that was a, that was just a terrible choice of words. But, yeah, no, he, he is. And it's like, mo- I would think that most people who come... I mean, the reasons that he gives aren't really out of, like, the betterment of the multiverse right you know like so Thanos what he's doing is horrible but he's doing it out of what he thinks is the betterment of the universe and so I would see how he would get offended if you disagreed with him but he didn't really he never really got mad when people disagreed with him he was just like you don't understand whereas Kang is conquering to conquer and he doesn't understand why she reacted that way yeah, I mean to be fair, you know, I it, what it looks like. It, it looks like they spent they spent a lot of time together, possibly years together. I don't know about I, that much. I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like they spent years. I actually, you know, now that I say that, I suppose I do agree with that because they talk about how the many iterations and many ideas that they had you know it's not like you're you would have one idea and it doesn't work and then the next day you have a new idea so i now that i say that i do agree with you you are right i, I, think. I like that i like that um i like that thing she says she she's like it really like it really brings like his character to life she goes uh what she said she goes um uh i i destroyed i destroyed everything besides it, but he still got the suit yet he had nothing but still made a, like a, a whole army and a civilization, you know? And, yeah. that, and that just proves how powerful he is. Well, he, he conquered the realm. Yeah. You know, there was the literally, there realm. was no rebellion. I mean, obvi- I'm not in so far as like they didn't exist. The rebellion was there, but they had no chance of ever taking over. They had no chance of supplanting the conqueror, right? That's what's different in this, as opposed to, like, say, the rebellion in Star Wars. Yeah. Like the rebellion was small, but they, the power differential was not huge. In so, so much as they actually defeated the Empire, you know, twice. Yeah. Well, obviously, only one time really mattered because they just made a second Death Star. But they won. You know what I'm saying? Th- this rebellion had less than a one percent chance of supplanting the co- the conquer. Yeah, I'm, and you know, um, not really an important like thing to be bothered by, but I just thought it was kind of like funny because I, I kind of just thought about it. You know how, you know how, you know, uh, King's like, King's like, you're an interesting man, Ant Man. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so, so he knows, he knows that he's Ant Man. He knows he's Ant Man. Yet he proceeds to be like, I've killed you before. Are you the one with the hammer? And he knows he's yeah, Ant Man. But, but but I I mean I don't think he was actually asking that. I think he was trying to. He was playing mind games with Scott in that moment. I think he was being like, "I've defeated so many people who are much more powerful than you that they all blur together, right? Because Thor is infinitely more powerful than Ant Man. Yeah, so." like when he says that subconsciously you're thinking oh my god he's beaten so many avengers teams Mm -hmm. that he doesn't know who's who and obviously i mean you know i mean the the counter to that would be like well he's probably just lying but i i believe him (laughs) you know what i'm saying i I, that was a funny joke i mean that was a pretty funny joke where scott's like i am you similar body types (laughs) yeah that was that was silly It, it wasn't as funny as the other ones but yeah, for there, sure, obviously. there was some childish humor in it. Yeah, and that... Everything with Cassie was childish humor. Yeah. I mean, they didn't... They it was, See, that's what I'm saying. is like her character was so weird because she was simultaneously like this person who you're supposed to believe is not only intelligent insofar as she was able to reach the quantum realm when nobody else had, obviously through the help of Hank Pym. Not only that, but the uh, implication of her interaction with Scott and everybody else's interaction with Scott is that they're she's on a, a higher level of moral intelligence. And then to have every single one of her scenes be this bit of childish humor, it's this weird disconnect for me. Yeah. It's like she's either mature or she's not. She can't be simultaneously incredibly mature and infinitely childish. Although I really I one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they're in, in their jail, when they're in their jail cells, you know? Mhm. And sure, I mean, there were some jokes thrown, you know, but you could tell, like, you could tell. I mean, they were scared. <laughs> and then, you know, we get we we get Kang. He introduces himself, and then, you know, he's like kind of a little bit nice. He, he's like, he's like, okay, just 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 do what I'm telling you, and I won't hurt you, you know. But he's Scott, you know, doesn't listen. Then we see how powerful he is with just two fingers, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know like he, he like takes his two he takes his fingers and he just like squeezes their suits and like suffocates them with it speaking of the suits they look cool don't say they don't i love No, those they goodies. look cool that's not what i was gonna say oh are you gonna talk about the tap no oh, okay <laughs> what i was going to talk about is why is cassie just wearing a suit and okay so here's my thing is that We know everything that happened to her. (laughs) We know literally everything that happened to her, right? She got arrested. She's in jail. Yeah. She gets bailed out. They go eat dinner. They immediately go down to the lab, and then they get sucked in the quantum realm. Why is she wearing a suit? (laughs) Like... (laughs) She's why is she wearing a suit to a protest? And why wouldn't she escape the prison with the suit if she's that rebellious? I guess that's even that's a pretty big felony. Well, yeah, but also she doesn't want her dad to know she has the suit, which is another thing. How do you? Why lie? wouldn't like at at the point when you're in the quantum realm, the second you get in there, if if I'm Cassie, I would turn possibly- it on right away. I don't know why she did the thing where she like waited so long, waited so long until they were literally about to die. She didn't even do it when that massive sun was coming at him. Yes. Although, I guess now that I do say that, that probably goes to the immaturity of her character, right? Because when you're not a superhero and something like that comes at you, your first instinct, when you're because she's a regular kid, your first instinct is to freak out. Whereas Scott's first instinct as a superhero is, boom, Ant-Man suit. Yeah, which I so I guess now that I say that it does sort of go to show her character a little bit more, um, but then there's still that disconnect, and also why does she have the suit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how did she get the suit? Who gave her the suit? Who made it? Probably Hank. For, yeah, further goes to my point that Scott is the only person in this whole movie who ever does anything right. Which is weird. as ha- whoever gives her the suit, whether it's Hank, Hope, or Janet, whoever does that is incredibly irresponsible. She's what at least she's probably only i mean 18 or in that age range yeah. right why would you give her a suit you know that is stupidity but janet's also pretty freaking stupid too for not telling them that there is this conqueror that can destroy universes i don't know i i kind of side with janet a little bit yeah, on this one yeah. a little bit it depends on how long she was in the regular world right because if it was a short amount of time i understand because that screwed with her. What's a short amount of time, though? Year and a half to get something, get over something like that. I mean, she clearly had some traumatic experiences in there, you know. And a year and a half, I think, is 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 that is probably actually being a little unreasonable yeah. for something like that. Considering in our time, she was in there for thirty years. In her time, we don't even know how much she, how long she was in there. You know what I'm saying? But I do kind of all agree with her because. I mean, what is that? First of all, everyone's going to tell her you're crazy. Yeah. Right? Because nobody knows anything about the quantum realm. I mean, up until she'd been in there, nobody even knew it really existed. Right? And so if she comes out and says, not only is it real, but we got jelly dudes who, <laughs> when you drink the their, their body, you know, you can understand languages. The Infinity we got Stones our people. I guess she wouldn't well, know. She wouldn't know that. Yeah, she but wouldn't know. But. She, yeah, we got rock people. We got stone laser people. We the got some guys can move. We got a guy who can read minds. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she came out and was like, I mean, even if she didn't say any of that, but if she came out and said, definitively, the multiverse is real, which again, up until now, we'd only just figured out. You know, we'd only just learned that the multiverse existed in the first inklings of it were in 2016 with Doctor Strange. But so she comes out and says, definitively, the multiverse is real. And not only is it real, there is a transdimensional being who was so genocidal and crazy that all of the other hymns collectively agreed that he need to be banished to the quantum realm, wherein he subjugated at least tens of thousands of people. And built an entire army and civilization around his technology. You think if she came out and said that, that they'd be like, yeah, cool. And I mean, even further than that, when we see Janet in the flashback, in the flashbacks with her and Kang, she's relatively old. Yeah, she gray hair. So that means that Kang wasn't down there for that long. So for her, for him to be able to do all that, and that's in such a short amount of time, if she came out and was just like, this exists... They would have been like, "We're gonna commit you to a mental mental institution, sweetie. It's gonna be okay. But from now on, you just need to not talk." Yeah, I uh, what what are okay? What are your opinions on on the uh, post credit scene specifically? The, was there two? I can't remember. There was, one. um, I only remember the, the one. I I only remember the Kangris. Oh no no no! Sorry, I'm talking about the Loki one. I, yeah, I guess we did just talk about the Kangris, The Loki. What was the Loki one? Uh, I don't even remember that. It was like uh, Loki and Owen Wilson. <gasps> oh, yeah. And and they're at this like old timey, like 1880s show or whatever. And, and Kang's like, I will show you guys the light bulb. You know, he, you know. Or yeah. he starts talking about time, not a light bulb. But he, he's, but this like Kang variant. Yeah, it's Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, you know, is dressed up like a dude. Yeah from an old time yeah um, it's just, i think it was definitely just it was a sneak peek probably into um loki season two uh yeah i gotta i re- i have to look at this i really don't remember it we didn't really get that much information there's not a good a good video of it so i can't really tell you how i feel but i just, i remember what happens then tell me what happened. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> why like, would you just be like, I remember? So, like, uh, Owen, so like, Kang's up there. He's, and, but he's dressed up as like a well, scientist. Well, yeah, you just said yeah, that. He's dressed up as a scientist. So, he's explaining, he's just really explaining time, you know? And, like, but, and, and, yeah, and Loki goes, that's, that's who I saw. But, but, like, Loki's like freaked out. He's like, that's him. And yeah. And Owen Wilson's like, that guy. Yeah, but, but here's, yeah, but here's why I don't really like, and I, like, the, the, if I remember the post credit scene, then I would be able to really formulate an opinion on this. But what what does it matter? You know, I yeah. mean, if that's just a a Kang variant, like, did they show anything in the post credit scene where he's like up to something evil? No. Or there's just some talking about. Yeah. Time. So like, what does it matter? I mean, like. I, I get obviously in the show. There's gonna be there's gonna be context because I'm sure you're right. It's probably just a snippet, a snicket, a snippet snicket. from Loki too. It's, yeah, it's but, just probably to get us hyped. But what is there to get hyped about? I mean, yeah. we, we we could have assumed that. Like they're just like w- where is the hype? I don't I don't understand that. I don't know. It's just fangirls being excited to see uh Loki. Yeah, 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 and that's why I'm still mad that they brought him I back. Um. I mean, him coming back diminishes his whole redemption arc. Yeah. Because it, in in Loki season one, they come out and obviously they have to make him a good guy again. So what they say is, oh, he just, he wanted to be loved the whole time. And that doesn't make him a good guy. In fact, it makes him even worse. And second of all, it takes away the redemption arc that we get for him in Infinity War and Ragnarok. I've, God, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm so upset. I've heard Brennan get mad about this so many Jesus. times. I mean, I'm Like, my blood is boiling. (laughs) I'm seething, dude. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. And you could literally tell they just did it because it's a money grab. Yeah, it's And, I mean, if if the point was to introduce Kang, to introduce Kang and introduce the multiverse, they'd already introduced the multiverse before that. Even so, if they hadn't introduced it before that, they could have introduced it. They did introduce it further afterwards with Spider-Man. And if they wanted... they I don't understand why they... (sighs) If you take out the Loki show you lose nothing. Yeah. That's it. That's the like if you take out the M- the the Loki, oh my god, let me restart this whole sentence. If you take if you just look at the MCU as a whole, you could take out the Loki show and lose absolutely nothing because the multiverse was introduced in other places and I mean, you know, he who remains has no impact on Kang and Quantumania whatsoever. It just means that we know who Jonathan Majors is. Yeah. Which Jonathan Majors, I mean, he'd already done a a massively successful show. I mean, he'd done Lovecraft Country, so it's not like he was an unknown that they needed to get the hype up for. And even so, it's a completely different portrayal of Kang. So what does it even matter? You know, the first movie I saw Jonathan Majors in was uh, The Five Bloods. Uh, that Vietnam War movie. Yeah, it's on Netflix, right? God, that was so good. I think Chadwick Boseman was in that too, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but surprisingly, he wasn't in it as much as you think. Maybe two scenes. Really? Because he was on the poster that I saw. Two scenes. Man. So he's the Bill Murray and, of the Five Bloods. Only flashbacks, too. So he's the Ajax yeah. of the Five Bloods. No, but um, hey, I, I do recommend watching that. That's a good one. Yeah, I know. You've talked about it before. <laughs> Dude, the beginning um, scene. Do you have anything else to add for Ant Man? Uh,. Go watch it, I guess. <laughs> I gave it a five and a half out of ten. It was not great. Max no, six not, out of ten. Not worse than Eternals. Not greater than. I'm trying to think here. Not greater than Venom All two. I right, was two. better than Venom two. That was a stupid let me, comparison. Let me, let, me, let me think. It's about not better than. <clears throat> it's not better than Thor two. There you go. I mean, you like Thor two, but for me, that's a good comparison. No, I think it's it's it's. I think it's equally as good as Thor. Mm. No, it's equally as good as Thor 2. All right, we'll say we'll, but for very different reasons. We'll say all right, not worse than Eternals but not better than Thor um Love and Thunder. I'd rather watch Thor Love and Thunder again. <laughs> that that's a that's a much better comparison. Yeah. Cuz Thor Love and Thunder wasn't great. But they they both went for spectacle over substance in different ways. I mean, Ant Man went for spectacle in the sense that everything is way over the top, S- and in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, it's just that there's not any substance in Jane Foster's story. Although Marvel did say that they're going to start uh, focusing on quality. Yeah, right. yeah, finally, which is great. Which is great. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but yes, that's all. Um... As always, make sure that you share the podcast with your homies. Um, I'm back, baby. I'm coming back because I have no life on weekends anymore. I think that is not the first time you've said that, so nobody hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, boy. I mean, summer's <laughs> almost here, you know? Um, yes, anyways, that's all we've got. Um, we will be back next week possibly with shade uh possibly with uh just myself maybe we'll bring on um uh spencer or a uh chicken i couldn't think of anything else to say but yes that's all we will catch you next week i think the thor 11 thunder comparison is actually really